Ah, welcome to the Keep Calm and Run to the Best You, the podcast. I'm your host, Coach Tadrice Parker, coaching running, weight loss, and mindset accountability since 2013. Our website is runtothebestyou.com. There you can find our online programs for beginners and beyond. I'm going to show you how walking or running just three days per week can get you into the best shape of your life, empowering our listeners to believe that they can achieve great things. If you are taking up running for weight loss, it will take care of itself as I inspire you to keep your nutrition real. Head over to our website and check out many of our transformational stories. Remember, the thoughts and expressions of this show does not constitute medical advice. Now let's make the rest of our lives the best of our lives and get into this week's show. Ah, welcome to another week of the show, episode 124. And in this week's episode, we're going to discuss running, intermittent fasting, and two meals per day. Now, for those that don't know, our podcast used to be called the Running, Intermittent Fasting, and Weight Loss Podcast. Well, in the month of November, I dove into another book. It's called Two Meals a Day by Mark Sison and Brad Kearns. Brad Kearns is a runner, you know, and uh, it was an amazing book. I'm going to give you guys some really, I'm going to take that book that I read and I'm going to boil it down to just the meat and potatoes and give you my takeaways from it. I loved it. Absolutely a phenomenal book. We also going to talk about the Trailer 2 Cities 5K that happened earlier in the month of November. I'm going to talk about setting up your December for success, right, leading into 2022. And we're also going to talk about the Fast and Furious 5K that took place on Thursday, November 25th. We also got sound, some content from our members that came to the group. We also have, a sh- I'm going to give a shout out right off the top of the show to Trevor. I don't have his last name in front of me, but we met at the Fast and Furious, and you guys want to hear him and how he has been inspired to run by seeing our shirts at races in the past. But first, we'd like to take time to thank our sponsors of our show, Clarity Contractors of Egg Harbor Township, New Jersey. Clarity is a roofing business for all your commercial roofing needs. I'm personally friends with the owner. Clarity is an honest, trustworthy company, been in business for over 12 years, specializing in commercial roofing, serving the Atlantic County area and beyond. Give Clarity a call at 609-625-7515 and tell them Coach sent you. And remember, Clarity got you covered for all your roofing needs. Another good sponsor of the show is our friend Jim Seawick of Edward Jones in Hamilton, New Jersey. Now, Jim has been helping people set up their financial futures for over 10 years. As runners, we like to have a plan of attack for upcoming races. Well, don't forget to have a plan of attack for your retirement. Reach out to Jim today as I left a link in the show notes. Now, last but not least, Jasmine T. Bryant, Brighter Day 5K for Mental Health Guys. It's never too early to start talking about mental health. So May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and her 5K will take place in May. Head over to the show notes. Sign up for it today. It's not too early to think about what races are you going to be doing in the upcoming year, and we want to support that Jasmine T. Bryant Brighter Day 5K, guys, because May may be the Mental Health Awareness Month. But as you notice, if you watch football, more and more athletes or watch sports, period, more and more athletes are coming out, speaking up and saying, I need time away from the game to deal with my mental health. In the past, 
that would have been looked down upon. But the conditions of the world today, we are faced with so much stress and drama that it's okay to say you're not okay. And we love the Jasmine T. Bryant Brighter Day 5K, so please head over to the show notes and register for that today. It's in New Jersey. She's also going to have a virtual one, guys, so I know my voice is permeating throughout the whole world right now. Shout out to the United Kingdom who listened to our podcast. Let's get it. Let's all run for this great cause. Now, let's get into the month that was. Oh, I also have a special announcement that I am going to share with everybody. I missed you guys so, so much. We scale back to doing uh, one a month, and I don't think that's going to last long because I miss my voice. I don't like listening to my own self-talk, but uh, I I do miss coming out and speaking and helping the community get healthy. I've been working on something major. That's why I scaled down to one a month, but even if I have to only give you guys a 15, 20-minute podcast, I want to get on there and do that because I'm meeting so many great people. I want to have them on and give inspiration to someone that needs it. Even if I just come on and give you guys a motivational quote to get our week something to think about, you know what I mean? Um, Please head over to the show notes, connect with me. Let me know what you think about that. Did you miss me while I was gone for these couple of weeks? Um, But let's go ahead and get into the month that was. What were some of the things that went well for you last month? And has any of the tips from our previous podcast enhanced your life at all? We would like to hear some of your successes. Please feel free to connect with me, Tadrice Parker, on Facebook and private message me or submit your questions or comments to coachtadrice at gmail.com. And if you listen to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, please rate and leave a review. Your reviews may be the difference in helping us get found and saving someone's lives because of the stories we bring on inspires other people to make a change. And if you would like to make a contribution to our show, you can head over to the show notes and you can help our show continue by contributing, you know, making a donation. All right. As little as a dollar. Um, You can also get some keep calm and run to the best you geared. That will help the podcast out greatly as well. So thank you so much. Now, let me segue into segment one, talking about that two meals a day book that I devoured, right? So many great points out of that. And when I set this up to tell you guys that the podcast was called Running Intermittent Fasting and Weight Loss, I am a huge fan of intermittent fasting. Um, I used to wake up in the morning, I have to be to work at 7 a.m., Uh, We might stop at Wawa, pick up a coffee to wake up with a bagel or something sweet, eat on that on the way to work, then get to work. You you work a couple of hours, can't wait till it's break time. Once break time comes, you have another cup of coffee, something else sweet or a bagel or something or sausage, egg and cheese sandwich or things like that. Then at lunchtime, you got a soda, some chips, a little sandwich you packed. And then you're like so sluggish in the afternoon. You can't wait till you get off. But then guess what? When you get off at 3.30, you got to drive back home. The job could have been an hour away. And now you stop at this convenience store, grab some soda, grab some chips to crunch and keep you awake on your way home. Then you get home. Then dinner's ready at 6 o'clock. Then you, 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 you're so tired. You took your shower. You sit down on the couch. Next thing you know, the NBA game is on. You get a, a can of beer and some more chips. I mean, you could have been eating, if we think about it, 
for 16 hours throughout that day. And then you go to sleep for eight. And so you're like, you know, the reverse of intermittent fasting. You're eating all day long, spiking your insulin. Uh, And that story that I just described to you was me and got up to the point of being 217 pounds when I ruptured my patella tendon playing basketball because I weighed too much. All right. In 2013, I started to learn, started to dabble into different uh becoming a health coach. And, and at the time I was taking these nutritional products and I was helping people with the running and stuff like that. But in 2018, you know, I really started to research the products that I was taking. I I, I don't agree with the things that they had in them. I teach a more holistic eating real food approach. And I started practicing intermittent fasting and Things just changed from there for me. And then I started teaching it to our members. And I noticed that our members started getting less injured when they went to a whole food, real food approach. Um, Talking to them about what times of day fits their lifestyle so that they're not eating all day. A lot of that, what I talked about, if you heard my story, I'm eating to stay awake. Um, I'm eating because I'm bored or I'm eating because the tension from the NBA game or my Monday night football game, the the tension, you know, what do you do when you go into the supermarket? What do they put out there? First and foremost, you will see it's football season. Get your Doritos, get your Coca-Cola, get your Pepsi. Listen, it's not an accident that when you watch a, 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 America's Got Talent or American Idol, where are they sipping on? They sipping on some crisp soda. And you, your taste buds start to go, and you're like, okay, I can, I, can, I can go for a Pepsi right now. Marketers are so good at ad placements and putting it in videos and, you know, and these different movies. All of a sudden, you watch an action movie, and all of a sudden, every single car is a, is a, is a Mercedes-Benz, right? Marketers are doing their job. And so for those of us that want to break the cycle... It's important to become mindful to these things. And so since I've been practicing intermittent fasting since 2018, why do I still need to listen to more books about it? Right. Because I want to stay sharp. I want to make sure I, I want to learn, see what angle this person's coming from. So Mark Sison came into my universe by means of clicking on YouTube. I always had a question. I did not top, type this into the search bar, but I always wondered is doing 200 push-ups during the day advantageous if I do them all in the morning or is it okay to break up my 200 push-ups in many sets like 10 20 push-ups right 10 sets of 20 push-ups throughout the day and so when I clicked on YouTube for something else you know how they do they're smart they the the analytics the uh, algorithms knows what you want Sometimes better than you know what you want, right? So based on your past clicking of buttons, it knows what to put up there for you next. So when I clicked on YouTube, it said, Mark Sison's video, is micro workouts good for you? So I clicked on there, started watching one video, went down a rabbit hole, started watching like a 40 minute presentation, started going through all this stuff. And he was talking about this two meals a day with Brad Kearns and it was intriguing. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go on Audible. I'm going to download the book. I'm going to digest this. And everything that I already know was put in concrete even more. So when if you if you pick up a book from of something that you may already know, 
I am telling you, there will be some extra nuggets that you're going to hear that you didn't think about. They're going to they're going to they're going to turn the gym on a different angle. The diamond looks good already, but when they go to turn it and the sun, the sun just shines or the light just shines. <laughs> Why am I having a hard time saying that? The light will shine on the diamond in a different direction. Just like, wow, yo, I definitely want that diamond right there. Right. So. Here are my big takeaways. I'm not going to tell you guys the whole entire book, but uh, here's my big takeaways from it, especially as a runner. What we want to do is avoid the big three when it comes to your nutrition. This book is talking about like we may be thinking that it's an intermittent fasting book, but I love how it talked about the importance of sleep. I love how it talked about putting down our digital devices and spending more time being mindful with our family and friends that we can have a build a better relationship with. It said to put down your device. If you have a dog, take the dog for a walk. Dogs over devices. Man, that, that, woo. You know, because why is it saying that? Because it talks about the reason why we can't get enough sleep and then get up and go run in the morning is because potentially we're laying in bed and we're scrolling on social media or we wake up and whatever you were doing before you went to sleep, you start doing that first thing, checking the email first thing in the morning, scrolling on social media first thing in the morning. So this book was helping us in so many different ways. So, but what's the big three? Avoid the big three. That is sugar, grains, and a new silent killer that's not so, so new to me, but it really hammered the point home is seed oils. So seed oils are very dangerous, like vegetable oil, cotton seed oil, um, sunflower oil. You know, I'm just going to throw that in there. I'm not 100 percent sure on that one or not. But uh, just these different seed oils that are being cooked, used cheaply. To make your snacks and and, and cooking, uh, right? Um, Check your labels for these things. I purchased a, uh, what, nonstick spray that was supposed to be olive oil. But when you look, turned it over, if you're trying to avoid soy, you got to check out the ingredients because it said, boom, it said uh, soy lectin was in it. So if you're trying to avoid soy, then... This is the type of stuff that sneaks in if we're not reading our labels. So there's a vast community that done a lot of research. Now, again, science research can be done on anything to slant people's opinions. But um, have you ever had a lot of greens and sometimes you get bloated, right? Some a part of the population are, are good with eating only plants and greens, right? But... Some will have a flare up. You don't know it's a flare up. Here's the thing. We never know how good we can feel. you like, we never know how bad we feel until we start changing, you know, our diet a little bit. And then we start to feel good. Right. So. Foods that we may think are, are good for us may have a, a adverse effect on our body. So take. Take Brussels sprouts or broccoli or tons of spinach, right? I was always told, you know, fill up your plate with a lot of leafy greens. Well, some research shows 
that not only the pesticides that people put on the greens can have an effect on your body long term, but we also have to be careful that some plants just don't want to be eaten. So it causes it, it releases a, a, a toxin. <laughs> and so Brad Kearns and, and Mark Sison had said, what do you think the plants want to do when protecting the seeds, which is its babies? And so if we are taking the seeds of these plants that release these toxins and make oils out of them, it's going into your system and messing up, you know, God's plan as it were, right? The way your body should flow. So sugar, we already know the effects of sugar causing all kinds of inflammation in your body, uh, causing you not to run your best, all these type of things. Uh, in the future, it will affect your mind. You know, you get early, early, early Alzheimer's and things like that. Um, the dangerous effects of grains. This book brings these things out. Now, they're not saying that you cannot ever have this. There's special occasions that you get to choose. This is the quality of life that I want. I'm going to have this different, this cupcake today. I know the side effects of it. And I'm going to bounce back to eating this way, you know, the next day, not allowing things to cause you to binge for long periods of time. So the big three, avoid the big three, which is seed oils, grains, and sugar. He focused on the two meals a day. He particularly likes the 18-6, fast for 18 hours and eat in a six-hour window. Now, once again, as I talk about this, that's not for everybody. If you're new to fasting, you're going to do like a 12-12 or a 13-11, uh, right? Work your way into it. Do it for a couple of weeks. Add another hour to it. Then you could do the 16-8 for women. You know, that may be very advantageous for a woman to do 16-8. Um, not uh, Fasting also causes, could have the potential of causing stress to the body. So anything that causes stress to the body will create an insulin response and then you will not lose the weight if, you're, if weight loss is your goal. But when you have metabolic flexibility in which we gain by practicing and mindfully eating the two meals a day, that's, uh, we gain uh, metabolic flexibility and you become conditioned and programmed and it's not a stress to be on a 186 okay uh there's different fasting protocols in this way of, of doing things they talked about the in intuitive they also talked about the morning night fast which is you get up in the morning you do have a meal that will sustain you and then you break your you uh go 10 hours without eating and then have dinner you know i never heard that said before I always thought maybe it's a 16 hour straight, 18 hour straight, 20 hour straight. Um, I, I kind of like that morning night. That's not for me, but I believe that it could be for a lot of my clients who have busy days and they they can't find the time to eat throughout the day because and then they go home and just go hard on any and everything. It might be very advantageous to have them eat breakfast work their full day, 10 hours. Listen, I, I worked, sometimes I fast for 20 hours, 21 hours, and, and my mental clarity is through the roof. I'm able to go running, everything. I, I, I can run a race 12 hours fasted, no problem. All I have is some, some black coffee in the morning. That's my, that's my pre-workout, and I'm good to go, all right? 
So, two meals a day. Here's another point. No snacking. And boy, we do not un- we underestimate how much snacks plays a role in holding back our weight loss. And so a person could say, yeah, I've been fasting. I do two meals a day. But did you did you add that banana? Did you add all that nut butter? Did you add cream to your coffee? Were you really clean fasting? Only having uh, water, black coffee or tea? Or did you break your fast with certain things, right? So no snacking, zero snacking. It was amazing Um, because there's times when I might say, hey, you know, I fasted for 20 hours a day and I only had one meal, but I came home and first I had, uh, you know, mixed nuts, a banana, almond butter. I ate the one meal. Then I got up and like an hour later, you know, had some, um, I eat these avocado oil chips, Right. I might have had that with some with some uh, guacamole or something like that. These extra snacks is adding up and then you might see yourself stall on the scale. Right. And that all translates to your runs, too. Okay, the lighter you go, the faster you go. Okay, and which I will transition to this run less. Burn more by adding sprints. So. That's one of my takeaways from the book as well. Brad Kearns ran many, many marathons. He touched on running marathons. A person that wakes up in the morning, goes do a uh, 50-mile bike ride or run a half marathon or something like that, but then they come home and they veg out, watch Netflix the rest of the day because they felt like they accomplished something. Not only that, they may also add tons of calories by eating pizza, drinking some beers or whatever like that with the crew. Um, and then just veg out the rest of the day. Well, they made a comparison that a person that actually woke up, did not run a half marathon, did not do a 50 mile bike run, but yet they did yard work, raking leaves, uh, doing a couple of things around the house, going on errands. They may not have had that major, uh, calorie burn in the morning, like a thousand or 1200 calories. But because they were in constant motion all day, they were better off health wise than a person that ran a half marathon and made those choices not to move afterwards. Amazing, amazing stuff. And then finally, so I actually didn't realize it. I came across, um, Mark in a previous podcast probably in the fall and he was on someone else's podcast and he talked about marathon runners carrying a lot of visceral fat. And so there are runners that may look skinny, but still have visceral fat around the belly area. And the only way you really can tell that now I have a scale that it tells me my visceral fat, but I don't think that it's, it's, I know for sure it's not as accurate if I had an MRI done. So They actually took a runner that was addicted to running. He was running 50 miles a week. He had visceral fat. They told him to cut your running down. And I only want you to do five 100 meter sprints once, twice a week at most. So five 100 meter sprints, that's going to take you like, you know, a 100 meter sprint for me because I've done it a couple of times. It might take me like 23 seconds uh, to do each one. 
it's not even a half mile worth of running. You, you know, it's like such a short amount of running. Yet this dude got more ripped. He had more muscle definition by doing the sprints. And again, you got to remind yourself that this dude's running 50 miles a week. He's that like, that's a big, you want to talk about mental health. Like for him, that's good. But at the same time, we're putting too much stress on our bodies. That's another thing about working out. Overly working out can also cause a stress to the body, which will lead you not to get rid of the weight. So sometimes people say, um, you know, no, no pain, no gain. Uh, but in this situation, according to that book, and I do happen to believe it, less is more. And so I got a bonus takeaway for you that that came to me at the end of the book. And it was a question that came in. How do you know when you're over fat? Because they referenced another doctor in the book that talked about being over fat. And so a question came in. How do you know? Well, he said to measure your waist. Now, when I worked with the nutrition company, we would, we would get one of those uh, long yellow tapes that's flexible and we will hold it on the belly button and we would go keep the tape straight and measure around to the belly button, right? And so you take that measurement and if you're, you're, if you're five foot, for example, you're five foot and your waist should be half of your total height or less, right? So if a five foot person, which is 16 inches, if their waist is 32, they're over fat and need to get off two inches off their waist. And this is a perfect scenario for me when it's not all about the scale, but your body composition will tell the story. Are you over snacking? Are you eating 16 hours a day? Are you want to, are you where you want to be health-wise? And so this is a major, major thing that is going on in the community because when you have that weight on you in the midsection, that's where the disease is going to come from in the future. So if we work on doing this, another pointer about the sprints, they made this comparison. They said, when you go to a half marathon, 40 to 50% of people are overweight or have weight to lose, or carrying fat, right? They said, when you see sprinters, they're lean, they're ripped. And so that was another good point and, uh, that I wanted to bring out. And listen, no matter where we are in the stream of our lifetime, um, when we talk about sprinting, they were talking about only for like 10 seconds, like five, 10 second sprints, like warming up properly with like a walk or a jog, getting like a one mile warm up in, do a couple of drills and then do five, 10 second sprints. Right. And if you are carrying extra weight around right now, sprinting to you may sound crazy, but I hope 10 seconds sound not that bad. And you're just going at the best of your ability at this particular time. And you will start to see more results. That's my time for segment one. When I come back, we're going to go over the amazing month that was for us. And I'm going to bring you some sound from the Fast and Furious 5K. All right, welcome back. Let's go ahead and get into the month that was for us. We got some amazing shout outs of members of our program that has achieved some amazing things this month. Our November shout outs goes as follows. 
Melissa and Brian Southery, shout out to them for running their second 5K at the Trail of Two Cities early the first Saturday in November. Um, it goes over a bridge. We, we drive over to Summers Point, New Jersey. We get shuttled over to Ocean City. So you're going, that's why it's called the Trail of Two Cities. It's over a gigantic bridge. And it was just the three of us that morning. Uh, we had so much energy and excitement from the Atlantic City Marathon Series that um, some members were on vacation. Some some just didn't sign up to the Trail of Two Cities. We weren't sure if it was popping off. and But I tell you what, I had so much joy being with Melissa and Brian that morning, it was dark. It was cold to get started. Then the sun came out. Um, I ran my best time at that race. Um, that is not a personal best, but it was my personal best at that particular race. I encourage you guys to keep a journal. You know, we got the Nike Run Club that we can go back to, but I use an app called Day One, and I keep track of my races. Because with the Nike Run Club, it's amazing. I can scroll back all the way until 2012 and be like, oh, Trail of Two Cities, I ran this time. But it takes a while go, you know, to go back that far. Um, Nike did do some updates, so it's easier to do. But you still have a, quite a bit of scrolling. Once you uh, click on the year and you can go back, uh, it's, it's much easier. Once, once upon a time, you couldn't click on what year you were looking for. You just had to scroll back and back and back and wait for it to update and keep scrolling back. Now Nike definitely fixed that. It's, it's amazing. But what's even better is when I use my day one digital journal in which I have a journal called uh, Race Stats, and I can just punch in the search engine there, Trail Two Cities, and I will have all of my times right then and there. And so I did that, and I got my fastest time at that race. I want to give a shout out to uh, Renee Manupello, okay? And I see that... Uh, she did not respond to me at this moment. Uh, oh, yo, wait a second. Yes, she, yes, she did. Yes, she did. Um, yes. So, I hope I'm saying your name right. Renee Manupello. I told her that I wanted to give her a shout out um, on the podcast. And she says, oh, that's so sweet of you. And because the reason why I messaged her is because I wanted to get the name of her running group right. And it's the South Jersey Runners. So there's there's several run groups in our area. You got the Violent Run Club. You got the South Jersey Runners. And so Renee said that she really enjoys my energy around running. Um, and so she was checking out some of our videos that I do on Facebook. And um, I was like, cool. I said, uh, what's your next race? She said, I'm doing a trail of two cities. I said, listen, you're, you're going to, you're going to, I'm going to see you there. You're going to beat me. Right. I had no idea she was a part of South Jersey runners at the time, but when through messaging, when she told me I had already made the proclamation that she was going to beat me. Right. And she said, oh no, I'm just now starting. There's no way, you know, you, you're the pro. Right. And I'm like, you know, thank you. I appreciate that. But I'm just a man, a coach who loves helping our beginners, and but I never claim to be the fastest in the world, right? So I'm working on it, though. I'm working on it. I got some goals. I might cut back on how many, how much I train for half marathon, especially after reading the two meals a day, and focus on my speed for these, these shorter races. But um, when she told me that uh, Harlan Jones has been helping her, shout out to my boy Harlan. He is a beast. So I was like, yo, then you're definitely going to beat me. So we get out there, 
Sure enough, I meet her live and in person. And at first, before the race started, I didn't realize who it was because when you message someone on Facebook, all you see is the little round circle in their, their head in there. So you, you haven't met them in person yet. So I was like, I'm wondering if that's Renee, right? So sure enough, we take off. Boom. I'm out. Yo, that race was so fun. There was this young dude that won the race. He ran over that bridge in like 17 minutes. And he almost got lost, even though I don't know how he could have got lost. Hopefully, we get him on the show soon because I met his dad, his brother. You know, it was an amazing uh, morning. So he was zigzagging. I thought he was showing off, right? He, but he just had this, he was running with such joy. So sure enough, as we uh, get over the bridge, here comes Harlan and Renee, who I didn't realize who she was at the time. And then they were running with another guy who was also bringing another lady along. And man, once they once they uh, kept rolling, they were out. Um, shout out to Renee for doing her first Trail Two Cities. I told you you were going to do it. I told you you were going to do amazing. And with Harlan and the rest of your crew by your side, woo! You guys, are, she won her age group, I, I believe. Um, and then I also saw her at the Fast and Furious, the Turkey Trot. And if I'm not mistaken, I saw them get medals on that particular day too. So listen, I'm excited to have you as a part of this running community. We would love to actually maybe even get you on the podcast and tell your story. What got you into running? Where do you want to see yourself go in the future? Whether it's running that full marathon or doing triathlon someday. Let me transition to, um, before I transition to the Fast and Furious, I want to tell you about Brian and Melissa again, because their first race was on a flat boardwalk in Atlantic City in October. They did the bridge and both beat their times. And not to mention, Brian is 64 years old. And at the time, Melissa was 59. Now I'm going to transition to the uh, Fast and Furious on November 25th. Brian and Melissa, boom, came back out. Now Melissa is 60. Her goal was to run, uh, get into running before she hit 60. Now she done did two races before she turned 60, and now she's off and running in her 60s. And she was hanging around to see if she won anything, right? Um, awesome stuff. We got some sound from her, from them. We're going to talk to them. Um, but before I play the sound from the Fast and the Furious 5K, shout out to Marla and Leonard. Leonard, man, he's been coming out. He's been killing the practices. And he showed out on that particular day, came down looking strong. Marla, she's been resting a little bit. She had a little surgical procedure. Uh, it's been getting dark and cold. So she kind of like, you know, making sure she healed up from her surgery and everything. But she came out on race day and she represented, had a smile on her face. I'm going to make sure I'm going to get the photo and put it in the blog that will go with this podcast. And um, it was so good to have Marla out there. We missed her so much at practice. Uh, Leonard taking the lead as he's been doing. Great job. Let's talk about Lisa Gallagher. Lisa Gallagher, she's been coming out. Um, she's also, I believe, in her late 50s. I got to ask her if she's in her 60s. But like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sharing ages right now just because I want to inspire people to let you know that it doesn't matter how old you are. Uh, you can make the rest of your life the best of your life right now, baby. Moving forward, let's get right. 
Um, Lisa Gallagher came in. She she started running with a couple of partners, but then she wanted to pull away and do her own thing, and she finished really strong. Um, Jen Burke, she was there at the race. She did not sign up, but she was there with her son, and they were supporting uh, her sister Jamie. So it was also always good to see Jen. And then I'm going to give a shout out to Dylan Bakley, who has not ran any races live since COVID happened. Want to make sure that he keeps himself safe with his immune system and everything like that. But he did post in our accountability group that he got it in. We also got I, I put it out there. I was like, listen, Dylan told me that he's going to do a 5K on uh, November 25th. But let me make sure that he does so. So I went into our accountability group, put that in there. Said, yo, Dylan said that he's going to do this. Let's hold him accountable. Boom. And everybody starts saying, go, Dylan. You can do this. You got this. And he went and did it. So I also want to give a shout out to Chris Ballard. Okay. She was amazing. She came and did her thing again. Um, I actually have sound from Chris Ballard, Jessica Young. And I also got sound from Melissa and Brian. So at this time, I'm actually going to let you listen to those guys, um, and then I'll give my final takeaways from what they had to say, and also introduce you to uh, my new buddy, Trevor. Ah, uh, so we're here at the Fast and Furious Turkey Trot. I mean, the month of November has seemed to have flown by. A lot of great things happened this month, but I'm joined with... Uh, Chris Ballard, and I have Jessica Young. How are you ladies doing? Awesome. Woo! Yeah, ready. You ready to go? <laughs> Listen, it, it's a little slight chill in the air, but once uh, once the race get going, we're going to heat up really quickly. And uh, so, Chris, you were here. Uh, Jessica Young joined in about April, I believe it was, 2021. And uh, she did like a virtual 5K, the Lara's 5K from California. It was virtual, you know, she just threw herself in there. What have you seen in Jessica from that time to now? Oh my gosh, Jess has come such a long, long way. Um, I ran with her that first 5K of hers and she did great, we ran together. Um, but over the past several months, she's really like kicked it up 10 notches. Um, now she flies by me, I can't keep up with her. So she's doing phenomenal. And Jessica, how, how does that make you feel? Um, you know, that, that virtual one, you you wasn't quite through eight weeks yet. And you was like, you think I could do it? I'm like, you know, with your uh, fire and zeal, I, I think that you could do it. You said that you were happy that Chris ran with you because uh, that was your first test to see what it was like breathing through 5K. Uh, and then the next month you did the mental health, you know, the official 5K live with a group of people. How, how have your journey been since uh, joining? Well, it, sometimes I can't believe that I could call myself a runner because I never thought I could do it. But that first 5K running with Chris taught me a whole lot, not just because it was my first one, right? But um, Chris gave me a lot of advice throughout. I remember needing to stop, <laughs> not stop, you know, but not run, right? Take a longer walk break. And um, yeah, it, it's, I can't believe where I am now. Um, yeah. It's uh, like amazing. <laughs> you, you know, you signed up. You were very ambitious. You you signed up for a half marathon, right? Yeah. And unfortunately, you wasn't able to complete it. So 
uh, no, no fault to your own. Sometimes we get setbacks, but the setbacks are, are set up for the comeback. You know what I mean? And you came back strong when you were able to come back out, and we're proud of you. Yeah. I, I signed up for um, a 10K and then the half marathon. I wasn't able to do either. But this Saturday I'm doing a virtual 10K for um, supports NAMI, the Mental, mental Health um, uh, National Alliance of Mental Health Institution. Yeah, um, to help prevent suicide. So um, I'm happy that that's on the agenda again to get a 10K. That's done. right. Yo, give, give it up to her. Give it up to her. Hey, yo, so, so uh, you know, running for a cause is always a great thing. And what, what you're running for, that's an amazing uh, accomplishment. And uh, let's, let's talk about Chris Ballard for a second. I, since you joined the group, uh, what has Chris Ballard meant in, in, to you? Chris is a major inspiration because she's, I mean, she's there all the time, unless she's on vacation. But <laughs> <laughs> And then she's inspiring me to want to go do things like that. But, um, yeah, I mean, she's a constant. She's always there and always inspiring, cheering us on. And I... I love that. It's uh, it's very helpful. I don't know if you realize how helpful it is, but Let's but it, it is. <laughs> well, we're going to get ready. We're going to get warmed up. I appreciate you guys not only showing up today, but taking the time out to lend some sound to the podcast. I'll see you soon. <laughs> hey, guess what, guys? I just ran into Trevor uh, at this race. And this is my first time meeting Trevor. And uh, welcome to the Keep Calm and Run to the Best You, the podcast. Trevor, uh, how you doing, man? I'm good, man. And uh, what did you just tell me? Uh, two years ago when I ran this turkey trial, I saw your shirts and got me into running. And last weekend, I ran my uh, first half marathon in D.C. No walking, 949 pace the whole time. Dude, I am so blown away by that. Like, when you did this race, were you uh, a walker at that time? Or, like, you know, what, what was it about the shirts that got you? It was I was intermittent at that time, so I was running, walking, running, walking, and then I just saw your whole group having a great time and everyone supporting each other, and I was like, you know what, I can do it. Oh man, I'm so proud of you, man. Thank you so much for saying that because you could have just w- walked right by and not even told me that. It takes like, listen, guys, on the podcast, you guys, please rate, review, subscribe, do all that good stuff, man, and, and leave comments because that way we know that we're making an impact. Just like Trevor just told me live and in person. Thank you so much, man. Have a great race today. Thanks, man. You too. Uh, welcome back. We're still live here in Ocean City, New Jersey. Uh, just got done the Fast and Furious 5K. And we started this off with Jessica Young and Chris Ballard. And now we are joined by Jessica Young again. And we also have the Southries. But first, let's talk to Jessica Young. Jessica Young, how was your race today? It was great. I like um, running on the boardwalk a lot. It's my first time racing on the boardwalk, uh-huh. um, but it, it was fun. You know, I, I have to say, as much as Chris was talking about me, uh, you know, flying past her now, she caught up with me at the end and she came in before me. So, <laughs> <laughs> Go, Chris. Let's give it up to him. Let's give it up to Chris. Let's give it up. She listens to this podcast while she's going for a walk. So that's awesome. And, uh, and you know, we, as an organization, never came to Ocean City to practice before. This was our first year training on the boardwalk. And so this race, it felt like home course, didn't it? It sure did. Yeah. The, I get a lot out of um, just hearing the waves and, and seeing the ocean while I'm running. It keeps me calm. Keep calm and run to the best you. That's what you got to do. Switch up the atmosphere. Enjoy the, the scenery. Enjoy God's creation. So listen, um, you joined in April. The Southerys came in August. All right, so it's August in 2021. Now it's November. Time is flying. What have you seen 
from this dynamic couple since they've joined the program? Well, Melissa and Brian, have they've grown leaps and bounds since the first day. Um, I, I really enjoy watching them run as a couple and support each other. And uh, you know, the, their first race, they crossed the finish line uh, hand in hand, and that was that was really touching. And it's a uh, couple goals. That is so awesome. Let's give it up to everybody, guys. Give it up, give it up, give it up. Nice job, Jessica. Thank you so much for showing up today. And uh, now that's going to take me. I'm going to talk to Brian first. Brian Southery. Yes. Let's, let's tell everybody, for those that don't know, how old you are. 64. 64. Young man, I'm telling you what, man. When I saw you coming down the stretch, you were looking real strong. How did, how did it feel out here today? I feel good right now. Uh, toward the end of that race, yeah, I was pushing a little bit, but uh, that's expected. I did my personal best. It ain't much, but it's mine. Let's go! Yeah, so yeah, actually enjoyed the day. It's a beautiful day, like like Jessica said, with the with the surf rolling and you know, all, beautiful people out here today. It's it, it's a lot of people. It's like a thousand people out here. Were, were you surprised about how many people was out yeah, here? I, I was. Yeah, yeah, I expected. Well, I didn't know what to expect, but it was it was awesome. Yeah, you know, it, it was. Um, it was more like thunder on the boardwalk. The the race, the race, uh, especially up near the front, it was a bottleneck. It was hard to to squeeze in. Uh, it was hard to find. You, you know, if you wanted to speed up, man, it was a lot of people in front of you that you had to navigate around. Next up, let's go to Melissa. Melissa, how are you? How are you? How was your race today? My race was good. Uh, Brian and I ran separately, and uh, this is the first time that I did not cross the finish line with him which kind of as Jessica just mentioned that we we grabbed hands together um I just asked him I said today can I just see if I can run a little bit faster and he goes go for it so I'm glad that he allowed me to do that thank you so much and uh, my first race which was in October uh we were 48 something and uh when I was out almost a little more than a half mile and my my uh timer said that it's 30 minutes it's like oh my gosh I am going to get this done under 40 minutes. So I was so excited that. And what, what did you end up getting? It was like 38. And I'm not really sure because I just heard my name being yelled at by some people. And I just, I started crying almost. Like I, I don't it's, remember. It's unreal. It's unreal, right? It was. And, and uh, what I like about what you just said about um, running separately is that we could do it together Running is so individualized, though. It's so personal. So, like, you know, you guys taking that break, but you're still here together. What I love about running is um, Chris Ballard with her triplets, um, they're able to compete in the same race. They may, they may be, you know, the sons might be faster, but mom is out there. And then the son come back and get the mom and bring them across the finish line. And you can't do that in football. Parents can't play football sports, you know, football with their kids. You know, this is one sport that we can all age together with. And uh, it's just amazing. Great job. Congratulations. Let's give it up to them for, uh, you know, getting their personal best today. And uh, I, I, you you inspired someone? Well, I work with Bonnie. And uh, I, guess she, I guess people see it on Facebook. Yeah. That, and, you know, they're like, oh, you're 60 now. And are you still going to do this? I'm like, well, that was my goal to get one done under, before 60. And now I'm only 60 and five days. And I just wow. did my third race. That was a 5K. I've been running about two, two to three 5Ks on my own in addition to doing the race. So, yeah. And, and uh, so you have inspired someone, and they came here today. Right. They, so, they, they came here today. All 
right. So two people, um, Bonnie, who I work with, said, I'm going to I'm going to be there. And I was like, wow, that's really cool. But there was a neighbor who has been watching me on Facebook. He just friended me maybe two weeks ago, three weeks ago, getting married. He's been doing really good. And he says, you know, you've inspired me. I think I'm going to check into the race. I didn't see him here, but I think he was here, right, Luke Victor? And, uh, so, yeah, um, he's my neighbor. I'm going to go afterwards and see how we did. And so, yeah. Bonnie, how are you today? I'm wonderful. What inspired you about Melissa that caused you to come out here on this day? Well, I'll tell you what. I, a lot of people don't notice, but I've been through cancer. Okay. And Melissa has supported me, and so has Brian, through it. So I figure... Why not support them in something that I can sit there and clap for them yeah, and root yeah. for them and, you know, show them that I love them because yeah. I know they love me. That's right. And there's no, you know, there's no words to tell you how much I love this girl. Well, well all we need is love, love, love is all we need. Come on, everybody. Love is all we need. Woo! So, so we give, we give them a little flavor on our podcast. So, um, listen, um, we we've been giving each other a lot of love. So, what do you have to say about Jessica Young? Okay, I, I would love to get both of your opinion about Jessica Young. Okay, what has she meant to you guys since you've been in the program? Who who do who wants to go first? I'll go first. I'll go first. Go ahead. Okay, Jessica Young. She's a total inspiration because I know she wasn't big on this, this bridge that we ran the other day but she's going to get there i guarantee it she'll do it she'll she'll crawl she'll beat that hurdle but to come out here to run the boardwalk you know it, and she comes out to practice with us all the time it's it's inspiration to me Absolutely. i'm happy that you're with us let's go let's go to melissa so jessica knows my kids and my daughter-in-law and uh, I think, you know, when she smiles, she lights up. You, you want to say the, the room, but we're not in a room. You're li- lighting up the whole boardwalk. You just got this nice smile about her. And, uh, you know, for her to be in this group just a few months earlier than us, I mean, gosh, she, I just love watching her run. And, and I love watching her on Facebook and her kids, too. Yeah. So she's such a, such a great person. And I, uh, I'm so glad that we... Uh, can come together a couple times a week and thank you thank you so much for sharing that with each other and before we actually close this segment off uh melissa you are an avid golfer you love the warmth you love doing stuff like that the cold is not your thing and yet you're out here to me that says a lot that you see benefit in what we do as a program and you're not making any excuses. And I want to say, I want to say thank you for that. And for you coming out in the cold, it, it means a lot. How do you feel about it? Lastly, um, well, I'm going to get over it. And uh, you know what? <laughs> I had my shirt on backwards today, and someone said, "Oh, is that help you with uh, keeping warm?" I'm like, "Yeah, that, exactly. That's why I put it on backwards." <laughs> well, we love you guys. Everybody, give each other a round of applause. Let's give everybody a round of applause, guys. And for those that's listening. Um, Listen, we're going to take a break, and when I come back, we're going to close off this podcast. And um, as you heard from different age groups here, males, females, uh, we just all trying to inspire each other to become the best version of ourselves. So keep calm and run to the best. You'll be right back.
So there you have it, guys. That was a lot of fun getting their their thoughts and expressions. Before I went, wanted to share with you those uh, sights and sounds from those individuals. I was going to lay it real on thick for Chris, uh, but I decided to hold off and wait until the end. I just want to say how much I appreciate Chris Ballard, um, her energy, a lot of this uh, amazing things that we see in our program is not possible if we don't have members like Chris Ballard, um, who is consistent, is there all the time, and um, being there to support with a smile on her face, having a a no excuse mentality. It could be cold, no excuses. She's still getting out there. It could be uh, dark, no problem. I'm out here, you know. And we we thank her so so much. And because of her. Uh, sacrifice and willingness to be who she is. Jessica Young is stepping into that. Lisa Diaz is stepping into that. Leonard is starting to step into that and and really uh, gravitate to the whole program and understand that each one teach one and so selfless in the way that they carry themselves. And for that, guys, I thank you so much. Hey, here's some things that's upcoming for me and the crew. I'm going to be doing the Running Nose 5K on December 18th. It's in Elmer, New Jersey. Um, some of the other group members, they're going to be doing the Elf and Coco run. I don't have that date in front of me. I'm going to be, me and the crew, is going to be doing the first day 5K on January 1st. That's also in Ocean City, New Jersey. I'm telling you right now, if you have a desire to run your first 5K, or if you are a runner and you are listening to this and would love to have someone you love get into this, now is the time to sign up to our Runner 5K program. Guys, I'm going to be including a uh, several meals to get a person started on their health journey, along with teaching them in eight weeks how they can run, walk their first 5K. Join us, join us, join us. Please head over to the show notes, fill out the contact us form, and I'm going to set you up with a free coaching call and be able to go over your goals and let, let you know which program will work best for you. And last but not least, guys, I am hosting a free webinar entitled The Four Most Effective Solutions to Your Biggest Health Challenges. Register today and tell your friends and family to join us. That presentation will be held on Monday, January 3rd at 10 a.m. over Zoom. So when you fill out, when you register, you're going to get an email with the Zoom link inviting you to the program. And please, when you fill that out, make sure you uh, let us know who referred you. If it was the podcast, put to Drew's Parker podcast, just type in which friend or family invited you to it. Once again, guys, I thank you for listening to this week's show. I will return on a weekly episode basis, as I mentioned earlier. And don't forget to help support our show. Head over to Apple Podcasts, rate, review, and share an episode with someone you love today. Also, you can head over to the runtothebestyou.com and grab some Keep Calm and Run to the Best You gear. Again, thanks for listening. And remember, keep calm and run to the best you, baby. I'll talk to you next week.